0: Here is something we can all relate to. You start your work week, you scan your calendar, and what do you see? Wall-to-wall meetings. Some of the meetings don't have a purpose, an agenda, or a desired outcome. Today's guest is joining the fight against inefficient and unproductive meetings. He says you can transform your company by having better meetings. Want to hear more? Stay tuned for more on this episode of Techopia Live. Thank you. Everyone, it's Michael Kern from the Ottawa Business Journal. Welcome to another episode of Techopia Live. This is a regular podcast from Ottawa Business Journal that features executives from next-generation technology companies. We want to shine a spotlight on the up-and-comers and also keep you updated on the established players. All with a goal of keeping the local tech sector informed and connected. Wow, we've got another great guest lined up for you today. I'm really excited to speak with him. And in today's uh, episode, we're talking about something I think all of us can relate to, meetings. If you're like me, you look at your calendar, and it's meetings, meetings, meetings. And listen, there's nothing inherently wrong with meetings, but there is a problem with meetings that lack a purpose, that lack an agenda, that lack an outcome, that lack uh, next steps. And some companies, including uh, Ottawa-based Shopify, have actually declared a war on meetings. So today, we talk to an Ottawa-based technology company that might have the perfect solution to help your meetings get efficient and get productive. Let's welcome our guest now. Here is the CEO of and co-founder of Fellow, Aiden Mirzai. Hello, Aiden.
1: Hey, Mike. How's it going? Good to see you.
0: It is good to see you. Last time uh, we bumped into each other at Bluesfest and, yeah, uh, and agreed to do, uh, yeah, to do a, a bit of an interview. So I'm happy to follow up on that, Aiden. Um, we've known each other for, for quite a few years. Of course, I followed uh, your great success with uh, Fluid and uh, your exit from that company. Now you're part of um, a really exciting company. Not new. It's been around for a few years. Uh, it's called Fellow. But maybe take a second, Aiden, to introduce yourself and uh, and Fellow.
1: Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, Aiden, co-founder um, and CEO here at Fellow. So Fellow is a meeting productivity solution. So our goal is to help people spend less time in meetings and make sure that any meeting time is super productive.
0: That is like a the perfect elevator pitch, Aiden. It's got to be and- short. It's got to be short. Uh, it, it truly has to be the uh, ele- elevator timing. And give us a sense uh, of uh, Aiden uh, Aiden, Fellow was, uh, I should know this off the top of my head, established about five years ago.
1: Yeah. So I think, I think you know, as with, with all startups, we started by working on something slightly different. And then there were some pivots along the way. But yeah, the current version of what we're working on really focused on, Meeting productivity and meeting management was, we came to market with that in 2019 in a 2019. public
0: way. Okay. And give us a sense of uh, the size of the company or the success you've, uh, you've uh, realized so far, whether that's employees or number of customers, uh, what can you tell us about uh, fellow?
1: Yeah. So um, yeah, I mean, so the, the company's uh, doing, doing quite well were I think just under 70 employees uh, we've raised something like $30 million in, in venture capital. Um, we've been a good steward of that capital and haven't spent it that fast, which is, uh, which is important these days. Um, and yeah, and, and we're, we're at, you know, have many, many thousands of uh, paying customers. Um, I think the stats are, you and I were chatting about this before, something like 15, 20 million, maybe more than that in, in terms of meetings that are, you know, run on fellow. And yeah, all in all, what, what's happened in the environment is, as, as you know, like there's a lot going on in the environment, a lot of focus on efficiency on meetings. And so this is kind of a prime time for us.
0: Okay. And, and let's talk about the, the big issue here that lies in front of us, meetings. But it's not necessarily that meetings are evil or bad, right, Aiden? It's that meetings, though, can be... Uh, very inefficient. So tell us more about the the problem and some of the statistics, by the way, uh, that you've uh, unearthed in recent research.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, there, there's a lot to talk about here, but the, you know, even prior to the pandemic, you would look at the meeting stats everywhere and, or you would, you would ask people about meetings and then they would say things, you know, there's all the memes about meetings, right? Like this meeting should have been an email uh, and, you know, meetings about meetings and everybody complaining about them. There's actually a few things. I challenge you to think of another thing that happens in the in the working world where people have so much uh, emotion tied into it, so much emotional, like, that are as triggering as, as meetings are. And then uh, what happened post-pandemic is the, you know, we all started working remote or in a hybrid. And what that meant is you just had to be a lot more purposeful about your communications. Lots of hallway conversations now turned into meetings. And so what we have uh, unique insight into, again, like you can think about the many millions of meetings that happen on, on fellow, we just have access to, you know, the stats. And when you look at all of this stuff on an aggregated basis, we, we've seen that, you know, for in most cases, organizations are having up to 50% more of their time uh, in meetings. And and the numbers can be quite daunting. You know, it obviously depends from, an organiz- from organization to organization. Larger organizations tend to have more meetings. Managers have more meetings than individual contributors. Directors have more meetings than managers. But in a lot of cases, like like as you slice all of the different groups, it seems that across the board, there's a 50% increase uh, on average that we've been able to see across all, all the different groups in terms of how much time they're, they're spending there. And you know, for, for managers in particular, they can spend up to half of their time in meetings in a given week. So when you think about this at, at a very broad level, as a CEO, as a leader of an organization, the only thing you have is a cumulative time of all of the people who work at your company, right? And so it's, you know, call it 40 hours times, however many employees you have. So when you think of it that way, all you have is, is that time. And in a lot of organizations between, I would say 15 to 20% of all of the hours within the company are spent in meetings. So that is literally the largest single category of type of work that exists within organizations. So when you think about it, if you have a, You know, $10 million payroll, then we're talking about $2 million a year that you are currently spending on meetings, right? And so, whenever you do that much of anything, it's worth analyzing, it's worth making sure that it's time well spent. And so, it's just, it hasn't really been something that people have been focusing on. But when you think of it that way, in terms of like how much time and effort you are currently spending, And in a year of efficiency, right, like everybody's talking about doing more with less. Uh, They're talking about getting more out of their their current time spent. You can imagine why, you know, some companies uh, like Shopify, which which of course is a customer of ours, uh, is having this war on meetings.
0: Uh, I think you've done such a good job at establishing the problem that all of us uh, are facing. And I do agree 100%, Aiden, that it's something we don't really consider when so much time is being spent up uh, by managers and supervisors and teams. So tell us about uh, Fellow, the app, and also about this new feature that you've introduced, and you know the role it can play in making uh, meetings much more efficient and productive.
1: Yeah, so you know we've been, as you said, around, around for a few years now, and I think when we first started uh, building this product, we were really end user focused uh, because if you think about the way that Fellow works, you know any person can sign up. We have a you know great free plan. Um, you know typically a manager will sign up. Maybe they'll say, you know, I have a, a bunch of direct reports. I wanna I wanna use Fellow to run my one on one meetings, and then maybe. Once they start doing that, they'll say, oh, I'm going to use it to run my team meetings. And then it kind of becomes a staple of the way uh, that they operate. And they kind of create that efficiency for them across the board. So it's a very simple to use app. It integrates with your Google or Microsoft Calendar. It works with Slack or MS Teams and Zoom uh, or Google Meet, whatever video platform they use. And it's almost like a companion on top of those tools that makes sure that everybody comes into meetings, prepares, ha- have all the workflows around that, make sure that decisions are established, action items are created and followed up on. And it's this uh, and, and very recently supercharged by AI. So we, we also now have our fellow um, AI meeting assistant, which can come in, take notes for you, you know, help you record those action items and, and everything else. So basically automating a lot of the things and, and workflows that fellow uh, let you do. Uh, So what what has changed, though, is that one of the the thing that we've been noticing is that and Shopify has definitely helped in this regard by creating so much PR and buzz around meetings, uh, which we're definitely very thankful for, uh, is a lot of organizations, larger ones, are now kind of looking at the same things. They're thinking, how can we make things more efficient? And they're looking for a way to establish organizational norms around them. And so what we've been thinking about and working really hard at Fellow on is how do, how do we actually change organizational behavior around meetings? We have this awesome productivity tool that, you know, people can use and have been using. But we were wondering, like, if there is a set of organizational features that we can implement to make it so that people across a company can immediately start seeing the value Uh, in in not only the product, but also behavior change around meetings. And so we recently just launched this uh, new feature um, called Meeting Guidelines. And the way it works is it integrates into your calendar, again, Google or Microsoft Calendar. And as you're creating the meetings, it has a bunch of educational prompts that prevent you from doing things like booking bad meetings. So what we do is we work with the organization and we create a set of meeting best practices or call it like a meeting policy or set of meeting guidelines. And we make sure that those things are actually adhered to in the organization. So I'll give you a couple of examples. So one is for if you want to make sure that at your organization, you discourage meetings that are more than seven people. So the next time you go and try and do that inside your Google Calendar for example, you'll see a prompt that says hey this this violates the meeting guidelines at our at our company say at the OBJ. And then you can still choose to ignore it depending on like how strict the settings are that that you've set. Or things like if you want to host a no meeting day, or if you want to make sure that all recurring meetings at your company have an end date, or if you want to discourage you know people having more than fifteen hours of meetings in a week. So that's one of the settings. For example, we have at our company. And so, Mike, if you had more than fifteen hours of meetings uh, in a particular week, and I try to invite you into that meeting. It would give me a warning to say, "Hey, like Mike's really booked this week. Like, think twice about, you know, inviting him." And of course, there's other things such as the, you know, meeting cost calculator. So we'll show you the cost of, uh, you know, any meetings that you're about to book, just to give people like the sense of, you know, what kind of, you know, resource allocation am I doing by by booking this particular meeting, and making sure that it's worth it. And, and of course, some traditional things like. You know, we have this saying, which is no agenda, no attenda. Uh, so if a meeting doesn't have an agenda, you should not attend. And so that's nice to say, but it's, I think, really important to reinforce. So there's a bunch of automations as well. So, for example, if you wanted to have a policy that said that if a meeting doesn't have an agenda to auto cancel the meeting, uh, that's something that you, something you can automate across the board uh, within your organization, and and again, like there's various strictness, you know, levels around it. Uh, it can kind of prompt you to say, "Hey, this meeting doesn't have an agenda. Would you like to cancel?" Or it can automatically cancel. There, there's a, there's kind of a lot of settings around these sorts of things, but but the point that I'm trying to get across is that with most things at work, we set a culture, we set a way of doing things. But for whatever reason, most organizations don't have a common set of principles or ways of working around meetings. And the problem with that is, as you know, like with, say, company values, if you don't have company values, you don't have company operating principles, you hire people from different organizations, and each one is going to bring in their own way of working. And so, what we are saying at Fellow is that you should establish as a company a way of working around meetings since fifteen to twenty percent of your overall payroll is going to be spent in this one activity. And once those guidelines are established, you should help you know we can help you re- reinforce those things and make sure that those are things that that actually stick. Um, And again, it's been like incredibly helpful for organizations because, you know, typically we'll, you know, get into an organization, help them spend, you know, 15% less time in meetings, make sure that any time that is spent is is ultra effective. And I just think that this is an important category uh, that needs to be worked on given this new way of hybrid and and remote working.
0: You've thought about this so uh, in depth, so carefully, I love the I love the guidelines, uh, I'm opting in, Mike's too busy, don't invite him to the meeting. It's uh, It re- really is, uh, could it is something that could be help, so helpful, Aiden, uh, for so many companies. Uh, we're about uh, two thirds of the way through uh, our interview, Aiden, so we're gonna pause for a second and recognize the sponsor of this episode, here is TD Bank. TD's relationship team is committed to your business. They take the time to understand your business and provide banking solutions that can help you achieve your business goals. A dedicated local team allows for deeper customer relationships and better service. They take the time to learn about your business and industry so they can react to changes in the marketplace and anticipate your business's evolving banking needs. Your relationship team can also connect you with other specialists at TD to help move your business forward. And once you're up and running, TD continues to actively manage your relationship, looking for ways to help grow your business. Learn more at TDCommercialBanking.com. And we're back talking to Aiden, the CEO and co founder of Fellow. Uh, great, great stuff here, Aiden. I'm, I'm positive that people are watching or listening to this episode and going, oh my God, we need to completely rethink how we do meetings and establish some guidelines. Um I want to look into the uh the future a little bit uh for Fellow. Uh this is a this a big uh this guidelines feature is a big big advancement. Where is where's Fellow going from um, either a product point of view, uh Aiden or uh, or even from a company growth perspective?
1: Yeah, so I I think this is a you know traditionally we have um, been very focused on the product doing a lot of the growth and being a very sort of like bottoms up initiative. Again, like anybody can sign up. And when those people sign up, they'll invite others. And and basically, that has kind of been the growth model. And uh, we continue to do that. We're, we continue to focus on making it a delightful experience for any end users. Um, but what we're also now thinking about just from a company perspective is what kind of Dashboards. What kind of you know, guide you know, this meeting guidelines feature being an example of it. Uh, what kind of things can we build to give organizations the intelligence that they need to make sure that they're getting better and adhering to uh, the different sort of best practices around meetings? So it's almost like a um, like a system that will make sure that just by strictly being present, that people are going to do the right things when it comes to meetings. And of course, the other front is uh, just on AI. So we're we're focusing a lot on making sure that we can insert AI in every part of your meeting process. Uh, You know, we know things like preparing for meetings are are really important. Having an agenda for a meeting is very important. But all those things do take work and effort. So if we can use AI to make it easier uh, for people to do those sorts of things, more people would do them and, of course, make meetings better. Um, and again, using uh, AI for a lot of things around giving feedback on the type of the meetings, uh, taking the notes, you know, capturing the actions, giving you suggested topics on what to talk about. Uh, again, the idea is like if you had a chief of staff that followed you around to every meeting that you went and could just give you this proactive advice and do a lot of the work that was manual before, I think, again, this really helps in our mission to make meetings effective for everyone.
0: I completely see that vision, and it it is such an exciting um, uh, way to blend AI and meetings. Uh, I've I've been starting to hear about uh, various tools that will even recognize you know facial recognition to to determine how how deter- how engaged people are in the meetings. But even the basics, Aiden, as you said, summarize the meetings. What are the next steps, and ensuring that you know the people took those. Uh, those steps that were that, that were the cause or the purpose of the meeting, that would just, like that could literally change the productivity of a company. So this is, you're, you're really, really onto something. I can see how Fellow's going to keep on growing in a fantastic way. Uh, we're going to begin our wrap up here, Aiden. Uh, I wanted to take this unique opportunity because we don't talk to each other uh, that often. Aiden, you've been a, a fixture. Not not to say that you're old at all. You're still a young man, Aiden, but you've been a fixture of the local tech sector uh, for many years. Of course, this is your uh, second venture, and I think you've had some other uh, technology interests in town. I just wanted to take a second and ask you what you are seeing. Uh, in Ottawa's tech sector, in terms of its momentum and what's going well, and maybe some room for improvement. And I ask that question, especially, Aiden, given the news that uh, Harley and Toby from Shopify, uh, as we reported on recently, have left the city. Um, what are your thoughts on the local tech sector and what's happening, Aiden?
1: Yeah. So, um, yeah, maybe maybe let me talk about the Toby and Harley thing first. Uh, Obviously, you know, both of them are are friends and uh, have have huge respect for both of them. One of the things that, you know, they both say often is, you know, leave things better than you found them. I think this is a thing that's often repeated uh, at Shopify as well. And I think, like anybody that, you know, has been around in Ottawa over the last decade or more, can say that, you know, both Toby and Harley left, uh, you know, the city better than they founded, they contributed a lot um, in terms of uh, just the ecosystem, uh, through philanthropy, through help and advice. And so I think that, you know, they've been a very, very positive force uh, in Ottawa over the last decade or more. And really, like, The pandemic has really changed the way that you know people work. Obviously, Shopify is a remote remote first company, and so uh, you know location. I feel like to some extent means less than it used to. And a lot of times, you know, people, um, you know, like where you work doesn't need to be where you live. And and so I, I think for them, it it was really most mostly just a personal decision, having nothing to do with necessarily the business side of things i know for example harley has uh, a lot of family in montreal grew up in montreal and so it's um you know i, I think the you know both both decisions were, were mostly on a, on a personal level but from an ottawa perspective i think ottawa is you know in the best place that it has been it used to be if you you know rewind you know back to when i started my first company uh you the concept of like having a top tier venture capital firm for example investing in an ottawa company i remember when shopify uh, raised money from bessemer back in the day for their series a we were all you know in our fresh founder circle thinking wow like that's so cool like a top tier firm investing in an ottawa company that doesn't happen that often but if you kind of now look you know in the last 2 to 3 years how many times that has happened Uh, It's been fantastic. I mean, you know, we obviously raised a bunch of money. NAC Rewind. um, You know, just across the board, there, there, there's been so much investment, so much capital that's been brought into the city. And you know, for the, you know, if there was ever a time where you used to think that, oh, I don't need to, like, I need to leave the city in order to be successful, uh, that is, you know, that never crosses my mind. I, I think that. You know anybody can start a company here. Anyone can grow a company here, and you have everything that you need. It's a it's a great place to live, and you know there there's you know it, it's not it's not a factor anymore. And I think so. Um, you know from that sense, I think Ottawa is in in the best place that I've ever seen it. I think it's a, it's a prime place to start a company to build a company, and um, location is no longer a barrier. You can hire people anywhere, and so I, I just think the game has uh, completely changed and. And That's a net net positive for the city. Absolutely
0: uh, fascinating to hear your your input on that, Aiden. Thanks, uh, thanks for sharing your input. Listen, we're in the final throes of, of the uh, of the show here, but before we do, uh, it's time for our building a better working world segment, brought to you by EY.
1: Yeah, and so my, uh, my thoughts on building uh, a better working world is obviously to focus on meetings. I think that if uh, there's anything that you do as much as you, you, you do uh, meetings, I think it's, it's really important to focus on that. Anything that you do a lot, you should focus on, continue to make better, and uh, continue to make uh, the working world more efficient. That's great. Aiden,
0: we were, we were kind of joking in the prep for the taping that I think you had the perfect answer to. We, we've asked this question of like a dozen people or more, but that's the perfect one, right? Continuous improvement, and if you're spending lots of time on, on something, make sure it's efficient and valuable and uh, to the company. So, listen, Aiden, I want to thank you again. Uh, you know, great t- bumping into you at uh, Blues Fest, and then we get to make this, uh, this uh, interview happen. So, thank you uh, Aiden, for giving some time and thank you for what you continue to do in Ottawa's technology sector. Thanks for joining us, Aiden.
1: All right. Bye. Great to see you. Thanks for having me on.
0: All right. Uh, that was Aiden Mirzaei again, the CEO and co founder of Fellow. Uh, before we wrap, let's take a look at some of the other great companies that champion our Techopia project. Techopia is brought to you by many great sponsors, such as. EY, building a better working world. Number Crunch, offering virtual CFO services for SaaS companies. Pearlie Robertson Hill and McDougall, a leader in business and technology sector law. TD Bank, specialized programs for technology companies. The University of Ottawa, Faculty of Engineering, creating the next generation of technical talent. Techopia is not only a podcast, We post new articles daily at obj.ca slash techopia. And if you're on YouTube, please subscribe and click the bell icon. Okay, and before I wrap, a few housekeeping notes from OBJ and Techopia. Uh, First off, you know, we've got a busy fall uh, planned uh, for you. Uh, I'll continue to uh, be hosting some episodes. Also, my friend Riaz C D who you've seen a few times on this podcast, will be out and about on location, uh, checking in with tech leaders and gathering their thoughts. So Riaz uh, is probably gonna do about three episodes uh, before we wrap in uh, in 2023. Also wanted to point out that we've got a um, magazine, not so new right now, that launched in March, April. Uh, but I wanna encourage you to go check out this annual magazine we're producing with EY. You can visit uh, TechopiaEYInsights.ca. It's very hard to find a printed copy of this magazine, but if you go to that website, you can read the digital edition. All right, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you for watching and or listening. We hope Techopia is keeping you connected and informed. Let's keep building Ottawa's technology utopia. That's Techopia. See you soon. Cheers.